So for this first episode, man, I'm so glad you, I've been I've been planning on this podcast for a long time, and I've, I'm very excited to record this first episode. Um, I want to talk about something that we all deal with as composers, as artists, uh, and it's something. It's kind of a thorn in our side, and it can completely wreck your day, wreck your life, wreck your year, if you have the wrong mindset about it. And that thing that I want to talk about is rejection. Hello, and welcome to the Modern Composer Podcast. My name is Stephen Keach. I'm a composer, and I want to help you create sync-ready music so you can get placements, make passive income, and create a sustainable career in music. Rejection, man, it is really important that we embrace this concept because it will stay for our entire careers. We will get rejected. And it's not a bad thing. So I want to talk about how rejection is a super important part of our careers. I want to talk about how it's a massive learning tool. Uh, I want to talk about what we do when a track gets rejected. And I want to talk about seeking rejection uh, in the form of feedback and revisions. And finally, I want to talk about how we can build perseverance and resilience towards rejection as we grow as composers, as we grow as artists, and as we build our careers in music. So I want to kick this off with a story about me submitting some music to a licensing company years and years ago. It was a company that I really, really, really wanted to get my music into. Uh, I was connected through a a client for custom work uh, that I had. And, uh, you know, it was a really nice email. And I remember, uh, you know, they they came at me and they're like, cool, great to meet you. Uh, Will you please send us some of your music? And at the time, I was, uh, I I was like so excited about this one thing that I was doing. And so I sent him pretty much just that album. Uh, it wasn't even finished. It was like demos. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why I sent them demos. Uh, but at the time, I didn't know any better. And I did. And um, they listened to it with their team. And I got this email back. And because my mindset was not right, uh, I took that email as the most offensive email that had ever been written to me. Uh, I said something about how the music wasn't resonating with them. And I was so offended. And for the next couple of years, even, I set out on this path to prove them wrong. And now that's a good thing that came out of this rejection. Um, and, and that was a positivity where I was like, you know what, I'm going to, if it's, if my music isn't good enough for you, I'm going to really show you how good my music can be. So I learned a lot and I, I progressed as a composer. However, uh, about, uh, I guess this is about a year ago. I reopened that email cause I was curious and I read the email again after so many years 
And it was one of the nicest emails I think I could have gotten. Uh, and I was very close to getting my music in. They just said, uh, it was like after they said that it wasn't resonating with them, uh, it was basically after they said that it wasn't resonating with them, uh, they went into the fact that they saw a ton of potential in me and they were really uh, excited to see what I was going to do next. And so they told me that I needed to keep them updated on what I was doing and, uh, and that they hoped to work with me in the future. What a positive email. But for some reason, because my mindset was wrong, I, man, I completely blew it. I didn't even open that email again. I was so offended. And of course I got better and better. And, um, you know, that's a good thing. Uh, I was learning from the rejection and growing, but I was also pretty angry, uh, which was not a healthy expression at the time. Hey, if you're a composer or a producer who's trying to get their music heard on television, films, and media, I have a resource for you. If you just have no idea where to start, go to themoderncomposer.com backslash four simple steps and download the free guide that I've made. It's four simple steps to get your music licensed. In this, I kind of lay out a process of how I go about submitting music and I kind of give you some tips and tricks and it kind of gives you an overview of everything you need to know before you get started. So head over to themoderncomposer.com backslash four simple steps and download the free guide now. Uh, so we need to change our mindset. Uh, we need to not be so precious about the music we make. We need to change our mindset so that we can see what's actually happening. Uh, cause I was too clouded to actually see that it was almost a little bit of an acceptance. Like they're like, you know, not right now, but we really like it. Like, like the direction that you're in. So keep going. and come back to us later. Every time you have new music, please bring it back. And I probably would would have tons of music in that platform if I would have had a different mindset. So rejection is super important, but what's more important is our mindset towards it. Um, so yeah, rejection is something that happens in anyone's career. So it doesn't matter how good you are. It doesn't matter how uh, professional you are. It doesn't matter how popular you are even. Um, oh. Oh, still recording. Okay. It doesn't matter how good you are. It doesn't matter how professional you are. And it doesn't even matter how popular you are. You are going to get rejected. And here is why. Not all music is for everyone. And not all music is for everyone at every point in time. Let me explain. You can write the best song that's ever been written. But the person you're showing it to just had a bad day. And so they hear it and it's subjective, right? They're associating their bad day with your really good song, therefore that song becomes bad. Um, it doesn't always happen that way, but 
I mean, it is something that happens. Uh, people change their uh, likes and dislikes change. Um, I remember reading a story in Big Magic, uh, which is Elizabeth Gilbert's book. Um, and she talks about a publisher who she submitted works to in the past, the short story, I think it was. And uh, the publisher rejected her um, and just said that the story wasn't good enough. Um, the plot wasn't strong enough. I don't remember all the details, but basically she got a big fat rejection on this short story from this publisher. Uh, well, years later, she submitted or her agent or whoever submitted that same story to this person, to the same publisher, and that publisher loved it, said that it was perfect the way it was, and it hadn't been edited or anything. So uh, art and music is subjective, and it's not for everyone at every point in time. So what can we learn from that? we can learn that rejection is something that just happens and we can't get too offended and we can't uh, let it wreck our year, our life, our artistry. Uh, it just happens. Uh, so, yeah. So I want to talk about how rejection is a great learning tool. Now, the good thing that happened uh, when I got rejected from that licensing company is that I, I did learn from it. I, I learned that my music wasn't good, of, good enough for them at the time. And even though that made me mad and I had a bad mindset about it, uh, I did grow from that experience. I used it as a learning experience. So if I were in the right mind, I would have, you know, I would have heard that rejection and said, okay, well, I've got to get better but I can't wait to show them what I'm going to do next. Um, cause they're, they're liking it. They're, you know, I'm close. Uh, so it is something that we hear, you know, maybe we just need to spend a little extra time on it. I mean, I was submitting demos. That's a dumb idea. Do not submit demos to licensing companies, submit final mixes and masters only. Do not, I repeat, do not submit demos. Learn from me. Don't do it because they don't see the vision that you do. <laughs> it's hilarious that we think that we can be like, okay, here's this little tiny idea and think about this tiny idea, but like make it really good. Uh, yeah, they, they don't have that imagination. They want to hear it done now. And at that point, they have no reason to trust that you are good enough to bring it from demo to finished product. So only show them the finished product. You can show your friends and all, uh, you know, friends and people you trust the, the demo versions. But anyway, we need to learn from rejection. We need to learn that you know, maybe we just need to learn a little bit more about mixing and mastering. Maybe we need to learn a little bit more about composition or what will actually serve the licensing company. A lot of times we miss the mark because we didn't do research on the licensing company that we're submitting to. So like there are companies out there that 
mostly have lo-fi hip-hop and they don't have any punk rock. Uh, Now, on one hand, they could be looking for punk rock, but most likely if if lo-fi hip-hop is what's killing it on their site, then they're going to want lo-fi hip-hop and lo-fi hip-hop adjacent genres. You're not really going to want to uh, dump on them some new genre that uh, has nothing to do with what they're doing. So uh, now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't, you know, test it out and see because uh, you you really don't know. Uh, but don't be surprised if they say no. Um, don't worry. Uh, don't be offended if they say no, because that that might happen. So yeah, I, I want to say that if your track is rejected, it does not mean inherently that it's not good enough. This kind of goes back to what I talked about when I was talking about how not everything is for everyone at every point in time. Just because your track got rejected does not mean inherently that it's bad. Now, maybe it needs some work. I don't know. Uh, that's a case by case basis, and you're going to have to kind of feel it out and and objectively look at the situation. But if uh, if you find oh I put my all into this track, I think it's good, I believe it's good, then it is good. It's just not good for them right now. Uh, I'm going to tell you another story about a. A rejected cue that I had for a documentary. I was scoring this documentary in 2019. The director was a super good guy, but um, we were having a hard time, you know, getting on the same page. He didn't really know what he wanted in certain scenarios. Uh, he was completely married to the temp score, uh, which can be pretty detrimental. Uh, but we were just having a hard time. Yeah, we weren't getting on the same page. And so I submitted cue after cue after cue for this one scene. And each one, every time, was getting rejected. And I was really proud of the music that I was making. And even he was like, oh, this is expertly scored. Uh, Beautiful, beautiful song. It's just not right for the film. Uh, And even though I disagree, it 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 would have worked really, really well he kind of set me up for uh, success later on down the road because uh, he ended up uh, rejecting all of those cues. I ended up with like three or four tracks, all kind of similar but usable, that I placed on another library. And uh, last year, I was looking through my cue sheets and guess what? One of those tracks got picked up for a Lionsgate film. Uh, one that was doing pretty well at the box office. Um, and that was exciting. It was like, cool. Oh, wow. I got a, a sync on a Lionsgate film. L- let's see which track they used. In it. And it was from that documentary. Uh, and they used it twice. I think it played for like a total of six minutes, um, three minutes on in one scene and three minutes in another scene. And uh, it, it was beautiful. It was uh, it fit very well in that film. You're gonna have to forgive me. I've got a, a slight cold and I'm coughing and you hear this deep voice. My voice isn't normally like this. 
Um, it's normally pretty high, so get used to that. Um, so anyway, just because your track is rejected does not mean you can't use that track later on for something else. And it doesn't mean that the track is inherently bad. All right. So this leads me, and I think I already said it in this podcast, do not be too precious with your music. One way you can practice this if you're new is to find someone you trust. Find someone who loves music. I mean, it'd be great if you found somebody who was already doing licensing music and was good at it and making some progress. Uh, ask them to give you feedback on your tracks and get used to getting the feedback. Um, and, you know, you take everything with a grain of salt. If, if you're asking your buddy uh, who, you know, only likes metal and doesn't know a single thing about licensing music, uh, you can still ask, but seriously take their word with a grain of salt because they might not know exactly what you're trying to achieve. Uh, definitely ask someone who uh, knows about this. I know that there are people out there who will do revision, you know, like feed, like song feedback. Um, I might offer that through the Modern Composer if that's something you're interested in, then, you know, hit me up, uh, maybe leave a comment on this, uh, on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube or if you're, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, don't be too precious about your music. Uh, it is okay to make changes. It is okay if not every idea is exactly yours and get used to getting feedback because feedback is ultimately going to make your track better. It's ultimately going to make your music better. When you hear how people are perceiving it, it might not be exactly what you thought people would perceive it as. And maybe it's just not coming across right. And that is okay. Don't be too precious. Just change it. Um, and then you might like it way better uh, if, if you can change your mindset to not be too precious. So finally, I want to talk about building resilience. How can we be resilient in the face of rejection? Do it more. Seek rejection. <laughs> like seriously, uh, one of these ways that we can build resilience is to try and get rejected more. I know it sounds counterproductive. Uh, it sounds crazy. But if you aren't getting rejected, if you have never been rejected, it's because you're not aiming high enough. You are not putting the bar high enough. You are not stretching out to see where you can go. You need to seek that rejection sometimes. Like reach out there. Try to find a licensing company where you're like, oh my gosh, this music is amazing. And uh, I, you know, I don't know if I'm up to snuff. Like, but do it anyway. You know, like, and if they reject you, no big deal. Like it confirmed what maybe you were already afraid about. And maybe you just need to work a little harder on your music and then do it again. If I'm going to say this again, another time, if you are not getting rejected, if you aren't getting rejected often, then you are not aiming high enough 
in your career. And use every rejection as a kickoff point to get better. Because eventually you're going to submit to a library that you did not think would ever take you on and they're going to be impressed with their music and they're going to take you on. As long as you're using every rejection as a learning experience and growing experience. So that's it. I mean, this is what I want to encourage you to do. Go get rejected. Like, seriously. Pick something that sounds scary. Pick a a company that sounds scary. Or just, uh, here's something that you can do is look up your favorite composer and reach out to them on Instagram. Likely they won't respond, but sometimes they do. And, uh, or uh, do it with a director. Uh, Just reach out and see what happens. Uh, And I guess, you know, calling a a non-response a rejection is a little bit of a stretch, but because it's not really a rejection. Um, but it feels like rejection to us sometimes. Oh, I wasn't good enough or my message came across weird or whatever. And they don't like me. So they didn't reject or they, they rejected me. And that's just not the case. Um, but yeah, you should go out there and try and reach a little higher than you feel comfortable. So yeah, I hope this was helpful for you and I'm really uh, I'm really excited to hear what you guys are up to. So please leave comments, uh, you know, reach out to me, uh, head to themoderncomposer.com, check out what's going on over there uh, and maybe hit me up through the contact page. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm really excited uh, to see where this podcast goes and to kind of get to know you guys through this. I want this to be a conversation. I don't want this just to be me talking to you. Uh, You know, yeah, hit me up. So thanks for listening and we'll uh, see you in the next one.